Hello. It's Did you enjoy that? Hello and welcome to Goblet of Mulled Wine, a drunken, festive Harry Potter podcast. The episodes that no one listens to, even See, though... Why do you not, not listen to this? They're it's... so... <laughs> not to toot our own festive horn. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually think they're very good. In the words of Love Actually, <laughs> Bill Nye in Love Actually. This is, no, Bill Nye's manager in Love Actually. This is solid gold shit, man. <laughs> Solid gold shit. <laughs> yep, exactly. We just say like, go and have fun. When do we hold on and not have fun in normal episodes? I ask myself. Yeah, I don't know. I enjoy our festive episodes, but yeah, people skip them. And look, I get why. You get I get to why. the end of the. You're listening in order, but as we say every time, and if you're listening to this, you already have. But go back and listen to all the Christmas episodes. Oh, I remember our first year Christmas episode. There which are I think two, it was a two-parter, two. and I think it's specifically the second parter but i think it's like one of the funniest episodes we have i haven't listened to it in about three years i remember it being hilarious yeah hilarious hilarious. and then earlier we were talking about last year's one and we had forgotten that what we did for it and then we were discussing what we did for it which was turn make love actually be set at hogwarts and we were like that's fucking brilliant that's genius who came up with that we did we did we did we're just so funny and smart and charismatic and and sexy yeah and right now I'm very gassy. Um, for the first year in... Hold on. We've been doing this four years, but that means there's five Christmas... Spe- no. 2018, 2019, 2020... 20... <gasps> fuck, no, fuck off. 2018 Christmas special, 2019 Christmas special, 2020, 2021, 2022. We've been doing it four years, but that means there's five Christmas specials. Uh, I'm going to throw myself out the window. It genuinely feels like we've been doing this podcast five seconds. Yeah. Like, anyway, in the five... It's now actually embarrassing how long we've stuck with this. <laughs> it's now shameful. Like, hey, you, you got know, me a job the other day. It's cute when you do it for a couple of years when you do it for like four years it's like okay get a life get a real do, job we have those do something else <laughs> no still doing this podcast We're still stuck in hannah's back room Woo! actually we started off in my front room which is a lot nicer <laughs> i've downgraded us yeah we've moved from vaginal recording to asshole recording <laughs> Anyway, for the first time, for the uh, number five, the fifth year, oh. we're not recording this in December. No, I hate it. It's really I'm upsetting. so sorry. We're re- we're recording it exactly one month before Christmas. It's the twenty fifth of November. Oh yeah, which is cute, but it means I haven't decorated the flat. Yeah, I'm not feeling remotely festive. We're sorry, just because I... of Charlie's moving, we had to shove this early. Yes, sorry. Um, blame my landlord. I did have the thought that technically we could have probably recorded it the day after your Christmas party, but we would have been hanging. So it wouldn't have been pretty. It's no. funnier to do it now. Yeah. So yeah, you're getting an early one. Um, no decorations, but we are both wearing our festive Ron Weasley jumpers. Yes, mine has a hole in it. And we're going to put on Christmas music, which will be... I want to say the first time I've listened this year, but it isn't because when my office released 
the Christmas song that we released, don't ask. We did put on the Christmas music for the day. Yeah, yeah. I am. Um, this is my first time consensually. I feel like yeah, I've been in shock. Consensually listening to Christmas yeah. music. Yep. Um, so the festive spirit is coming. Maybe this is the first time we'll feel festive this year, and that's quite yeah. special. What can we do to try and make it festive? I'll tell you what we can do. We can drink. <laughs> The balsam drink. Yes. Look at that segue. Aren't I good at segues? That was I, so good. Haven't I, after five years of Christmas specials, got really great at podcasting? I know, right? Meanwhile, I was just going to be like, how can we feel festive? Can we get Neil to do a festive little dance? But I think drinking the festive drink makes more sense. Yeah. So you're right now. I still kind of want to see Neil do a festive little dance, though. We can ask that halfway through when we get drunk enough. We've got a lot to drink this episode. Yeah. So you might remember, um, one of, in one of the last episodes, we drank balsam from yes. the... Latvia. Latvia. I was going to say Hungary, but that's not right. That's nope. where the Palinka was from. Yes. Yeah, so this is from Alex from Latvia. Um, this is one of the ones that uh, travelled halfway across Europe to yep. get to us. And Alex had a go at us quite validly <laughs> because I was incredibly dumb because I knew that he'd sent like recipes. And I literally was saying to you before, I was like, Alex sent like more information on this and I cannot find it. It's because Alex had sent it into a group chat with the both of us. And Great. this is me being really hypocritical because people all the time on like discord and stuff and just the podcast i will just specifically meant like message me and i'm like message hannah as well <laughs> and then alex had actually done that yeah and then she and then i'd him. been like oh i can't find his message because i was just looking at mine and alex's dms <laughs> Well, so yeah, turns out it was in a chat with me, Alex, and Hannah. So then we found the recipe. So yeah, Alex was like, "What did you drink it with?" And we were like, "To be fair, we basically did one of his recipes was with tonic and ginger. So we ba- we did that anyway because we did it with tonic." And, and I w- you don't like ginger. I would have so. refused to have the ginger. Uh, yeah, so that's fine. But yeah, so to make it up to Alex, I said, "Okay, well, festive episode coming up. We'll warm do the balsam. warm recipe that he sent." So Hannah, do you want to? Yeah. So this is apple juice. It then said black currant juice, which I searched high and low for. I found clamato juice, but did not find <laughs> black currant juice. So I used a little bit of ribena, which is black currant squash, so it must be the same thing, but obviously yeah. used less than I did juice. Um, then cloves, a cinnamon stick, slices of ginger, orange peel. Heated that up for quite a while. Then at the last minute, so it didn't boil off, added the balsam. Nice. It smells very good. Festive cheers. Festive cheers. Fuck me, that's good. That's really good. It's like a like fruity black currenty mold wine, literally. Okay, but do you know what I was talking about last episode? That the balsam already reminded me of when I was sick and my mum would give me hot black currant and honey yeah. for tonsillitis. This is a grown-up version of what my so that yeah. Is as I mentioned in one of the last episodes, I used to have tons. I used I grew up having tonsillitis all the time until I had my tonsils out. So I used to like miss school all the time, was home all the time, couldn't talk properly. Amazing how I talk so much now. Mm. It's incredible. Um, yeah, I, w- I wish it stopped. I wish I'd stopped. So does my mum. She kind of wished, you know, I didn't. She didn't take the tonsils out. <laughs> she should have actually just taken the vocal cords at yeah, the same time. The vocal cords <laughs> at the same time. But I used to drink hot black currant with honey in all the time growing up when I was sick and I remember like drinking it in front of Disney films and this is just like a grown up version of this this is great love that did you ever see that Michael McIntyre sketch back in the day when you know Michael McIntyre was a thing about how his child would say juice no no juice juice. no juice I reference that all the time but can't make the I did it in the shop earlier I was like Neil we need to get there and then I went juice and I looked at him and he went 
juice. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> because you can't make the joke properly out loud. Literally, because th- when you said blackcurrant juice, so essentially for anyone that's not seen it, go. it is actually genuinely really funny. Yeah, because it's not an adult making it, it's his child not being able to say the word yeah. juice. And would like always say like, no juice. No but juice. just was like the one thing he could say, but pronounce it as juice. So this child would go around going, no, no juice. And no yeah, juice. I go to quote it all the time. The moment you said blackcurrant juice, I opened my mouth and go, no, no juice. juice. And then I was like, that's how we get cancelled. No, I genuinely did it in the supermarket with me Neil earlier. I was like, we need to go to the juice. No juice. Juice. And I have to, I still wait the ooh sound, but I go yeah. s at the end because I'm like, don't do it yeah, out yeah, loud. Yeah. Literally. I so that. That'd be so funny if it's like, a couple of wine get cancelled for saying no, no juice. juice. When I actually, I was just referencing yeah, we'll, re- we'll link that sketch below because it's very funny. Yeah, and uh, it's a kid doing it. So it's like not, it's yeah. just so good oh, anyway, anyway. i'm really glad you're the same honestly i was, I was like really i know wa- what joke you're gonna make i made it earlier i know i was really worried that i was gonna be like have you seen that michael mcintyre sketch because i will always want to say no jews and you'd be like what what you <laughs> you racist piece of shit <laughs> right for anyone that is not familiar with the concept of our christmas special we've actually i say that like we've always done the same thing we haven't we've done different things as much as we've done this oh it's giving um it's giving. It's giving, um, it's giving. Not strepsils, the other one. The like blackcurrant throat sweets. Yeah, I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, what are they Lems called? Lems it? No. no. Maybe it's strepsils. I think it is strepsils that do the blackcurrant flavour. Yeah, maybe it but is. But a lot nicer than that. I drink this when I'm ill. No, but I like those. Well, I don't like Lemsip. I like the blackcurrant oh, ones. Anyway, so this year we're going back to our 20... I think it was nine- 19 and 20 roots. Yes. I think, yeah. So it's 18 and 21 where we did different things. Our 19 and 20 roots and doing the fan fiction challenge. So if anyone Woo! hasn't listened to those before, you don't have to. This is, we'll explain the concept now, but I would recommend going and listening to them because they're funny. We have been given a ton of prompts 32 by our Discord listeners. Times four. 32 times four prompts by our listeners. We have to pick from those prompts two characters one place one spell one object we then have 10 minutes to write a fan fiction that mentions that also christmas. includes christmas yeah that's it that's the concept of this episode yeah. we tried to switch to other concepts they were good but we always come back to this one because it's fucking brilliant and i just enjoy it i really enjoy it i, I enjoy getting fun. to write I something did like what we did last year as well a lot yeah but i just really enjoy this concept so yeah. you'll so, hear us pick prompts we're not going to say them out loud when we pick them because the other one I, this is an element of it i forgot until 10 minutes ago has to guess what your prompts were yes so um, you'll hear us picking them the audio will pause while we write and listen to christmas music music and we'll come back and read each other the fanfic yes so these prompts have been submitted by members of our discord mm-hmm. we will try to get to as many of them as possible but by nature there are 32 times four and we each one not... takes 10 minutes yeah so... we will not get to all of them but we will do our best yeah oh yes happy yeah boy okay my turn <laughs> oh god this is this is gonna be crack fic territory oh for god's sake Oh, my wrist. You mean your wrist isn't practised? No. This is not the ending I wanted or had crafted in my mind. How was was that for you? The beginning 
is a work of art. It builds mm. a picture. Absolutely. The end is an absolute rush job and does not convey the emotions I was trying to get across. Okay. Well, you've hyped it up, so I might start and then you can save your masterpiece for last. It's not a masterpiece. It's a disaster zone. I can't wait. Um, yeah, we we might type the next one because, yeah, my wrist is already suffering. Literally, I'm in so much pain. Okay. Are you ready? I am so ready to hear. Molly Weasley was bored. Her kids had all left school and moved out, leaving her alone all day. Even Mr. Weasley's massive cock couldn't make up for the boredom. <laughs> That's why she started to freelance for Enemy magazine as a journalist. She was very excited about her latest assignment. Oh, no. She was to interview Taylor Swift about her new Christmas album. It's Christmas. Fuck you, John Mayer. <laughs> She met Taylor in her house deep in the woods of Forks and made all of glass. Wait, Forks has made all of glass? I was all in of the house has made all of glass? As in the house in Forks that's made all of glass. Like, not all of glass, but... Yeah, you know. yeah. The Cullen House, basically. I know! She sat down and got out her quick quote quill, ready to interview Tay-Tay. So... Who do you hate more, John Mayer or Jake Gyllenhaal? And why is it always the J names? Mrs. Weasley knew how to ask the important questions. She did. She's a good journalist. Yeah. Definitely John giggled Taylor, flippendoing her cat who had just fallen over. <laughs> I had no idea you could do magic, remarked Mrs. Weasley. How else do I make magic in the studio, said Taylor straight-faced good point giggled, giggled mrs weasley they drank wine and played with the voodoo dolls of men with j names until mrs weasley was too drunk to use her quill the end where was christmas taylor's christmas album oh, called of course. it's christmas it's fuck, fuck you, you john mayer <laughs> that was that was really beautiful thank you i really enjoyed it um uh, mrs weasley yes taylor swift yes forks no the Glass House. The Cullen House. The Cullen I House. I literally said it. Okay, The Cullen House. Flipendo. Yeah. Enemy Magazine? No. It was mentioned twice. Quick quotes, Will. Yes. Well done. Very good. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed the John Mayer bashing. What I really liked is I didn't actually realise that Taylor had a Christmas song out. And, <laughs> and then the first song the on my Christmas playlist was Taylor Swift. And I was like, oh, I'd already planned at that point what the story yeah. was. And then, then the playlist picked in. Oh, my heart is a Christmas tree farm. Yep. The pe mm -hmm. At least I didn't play Taylor's one about loving Jesus. Mm. That exists. I Yikes. can play that next if you no. want. Mr. Weasley, please hurry along. We only have an hour. Ron dragged his feet after Madame Hooch, his trainers squeaking against the halls of the Mall of America. <laughs> Around them, Christmas music blared out of the speakers, tinnily reverberating off the balconies bedecked with tinsel and holly. Madame Hooch tutted under her breath, rolling her eyes slightly. These Americans. Christmas gets early, earlier every year for them. In my day, we put up our Christmas tree on Christmas Eve. Ron rolled his eyes behind her back and carried on following her to the quality Quidditch supply shop, hidden from passing muggle eyes by a giant bewitched Christmas tree. They were shopping for new 
goalkeeper gloves. It was two days until the Hogwarts versus Ilvermorny game and the whole team were in America ready to play. They arrived in the shop and Ron looked around dispassionately as Madame Hooch strode towards a wall of gloves. His eyes fell on a row of colourful scarves, their bright knitted patterns reminding him irresistibly of his mother. He felt a pang as he... I cannot read my own handwriting. As he couldn't help i'm gonna say that says remembering christmases at home in the burrow harry beside him laughing at a joke they had made while they played cards harry why do you thought of harry sorry (laughs) he fingered a green and gold scarf (laughs) that looked nice looping it around his neck Oh, sir, be careful. That's the... But it was too late. Before the shop assistant could finish speaking, a giant light began flashing (laughs) above Ron's head. Rainbow (laughs) colours reflecting around the wall. (laughs) That's the scarf of sexual preference. The shop assistant finished quietly as Ron turned around, shocked. It's saying you're a bisexual. (laughs) Ron felt his ears heat up. And then he spotted Harry... Walking into the shop, Engorgio, he muttered, hiding himself in the folds of the now giant scarf, his ears flaming red. Brilliant. Um, Engorgio, Mall of America, scarf of sexual presence, Mrs. Hooch, and Ron. Yes, yes. I do have the advantage that I wrote all these out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should make Neil write them out, wouldn't you? (laughs) I thought about that, but I wasn't sure Neil can spell probably better at spelling than us two no well <laughs> i wanted to write more into harry uh, ron being in love with harry but i got too distracted by madam hooch hating american christmas <laughs> that's valid yeah that's so valid um let's go again are we gonna type this one <laughs> yeah yeah my wrist hurt oh for fuck's sake oh okay this is impossible. Mm. Mm. Let me lay my. I d- I wouldn't say I I I wrote more. I would say what I wrote is the single best thing I've ever written, including any fan fiction I've written as an adult on this podcast or when I was fourteen. Can I go first? Yeah, it's your turn. Could you just was yours not that that? Could you just give me a minute to prepare? Emotionally, sexually, physically. Are you writing more? No. You're typing. That's not what I'm doing. Why? What? What's happening? <laughs> I'm so worried. Yeah, you should be. Oh no. Good. Bad. Just. I just. Okay. Just give me a minute. Is this still recording? Okay. Yes, this is recording. Good. Okay. <clears throat> what's going on? <laughs> You've taken so long to prepare for this. Is there a musical interval? I feel like there's a musical interval. <laughs> oh no, you're singing it! No, it's a song! <laughs> shh, shh, sorry. Ben packed up the Weasley's tent. The air was cold. <laughs> But something about it felt like home somehow and he left his scarf there in the tent and Ron still got it in the drawer. Even now. (laughs) 
Oh, his sweet disposition, his wide-eyed gaze. He's walking up Magnolia Crescent, lost in a daze. Christmas snow is falling down like pieces into place. Bem would picture it for all his days. And I know it's all gone! The magic's not here anymore! It's not okay! It's not fine at all! Because there them was in that little English cul-de-sac. He turned around and saw a blonde woman looking over him. Wind in her hair, she was there. She was Buffy the <laughs> Slayer. <laughs> Shelly legs drinks with a wand. Her face turned pale <laughs> as Bam shot the spell at her and she blocked it with a stake. Didn't your mother ever tell you not to shoot some ah, girls? Was, what is it that's long gone? What magic's not there no more? Bam did not feel okay and he was not fine. At all. Because there he was again <laughs> in Magnolia Crescent. Buffy was across him in the dying Christmas light down the street. She was there. He remembers it all too well. And, and that's how far I got. Um, I didn't have enough time to finish the song. Um, I'm going to need you to do that again for three reasons. One, I just cried, laugh, and wheezed my way through that. I know there was Ben and Buffy and that's it. Um, two, Neil needs to witness that. And three, we need to film that as incentive for people to watch our... I, I really should have said, could you film that? Um... Well, you're going to do it again and we're going to film it so we can put it on social media to make people actually listen to the... Great, I might put it. Gonna watch. Do I have to do it right now? Yeah. Before... Neil, come here. Did you like it? Um, my throat hurts because I was actually like wheeze laughing. That was the worst and best thing you've ever done. That is the most I have ever laughed on this podcast, and that's saying something. Um, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, what the fuck is wrong with Why'd you? Why'd you say that? Why did your brain... Because I, I couldn't know. put I it need together. To, I, need to... I couldn't put it together. So I didn't... So that helped? No! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that physically hurts. <laughs> <laughs> the noises I made were like not huge. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think they heard any of it. Because I'm you so were going... Well, <gasps> that's also why you're doing it again. Do I look nice? No. <laughs> oh. Of course you do. Neil's a very slow drink pourer, isn't he? Yeah. Sorry, it's quite hard to get the last bit out of a pan. Yeah, yeah. Neil's like, I'm a man, what's a pan? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I men can rhyme say, right? all the time. <laughs> I'm poet, don't you what know? What if it? Neil dumps me after this? Um, then that would be the biggest error he has ever made. That that's it. That's as far as I got. I didn't get any further. Thank Thoughts, you. Neil?
remarkable. Yeah? Yeah. You liked it. True talent. True yeah, talent. I know. Yeah. I am the next Taylor Swift. You, you had an open goal in there, though. Should have had a lyric about trying to catch smoke with your bare hands. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I did. It's a dark omen. It's a dark omen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Bem, Buffy, Magnolia, Crescent? Yep. Uh, Jelly Legs, Jinx. Uh, oh, God, I did know the object. Oh, uh, I forgot it. You um, do know it because we discussed it earlier. Mm-hmm. It's com- so much was happening. I knew it at the time, and now I just I don't know how to process what just happened. Yeah, no, that's what fine. was the object again? It was the Weasley's tent. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was right at the start of the song. So yeah, I can't believe it I didn't put just smoke got... on the wind in there. Yeah, so it's smoke with um, their hands. Smoke with their hands. hands. You blare hands. Your Blair hands, your Ben hands. <laughs> your new Labour hands. Your, I was trying to put Buffy in there too much. I yep. enjoyed, you rhymed something very good with Slayer. S- Slayer? No, but it was like, what was the lyric where you were like... What, Buffy the Vampire? You were there, you were Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> I thought that was great. It yeah. was wind in her hair, she was there, she was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The context, she gave me no warning and just started doing that. And she died. I did die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow. and now i feel bad because i'd hyped mine up that it was the best thing ever and now i don't want to do it because it's got nothing on that that's not true yours will be better my singing was no, bad and it scarred the podcast listeners <laughs> no but that was hilarious that whole thing was worth it for it was rare she was there she was buffy the <laughs> that's fantastic yeah i truly that's lost really it in that good. bit originally well, i hope you enjoyed i i'm terrified yeah I'm terrified. are you breaking why, up with her tomorrow why are you terrified no reason I just why did your brain go there? Because I couldn't put them together. So what? When Making it a brain, song? When is Hannah Brain not thinking about Taylor Swift? Exactly. Yeah. To be fair. She was there. Movie. She was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. She do be Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Please tell me I, yours. I really don't want to do it now because it's just not gonna be remotely <laughs> funny in comparison. I, no, because mine didn't make any sense. It wasn't a story, it was just disjointed and elements. It was hilarious. 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 No, I'm now upset I didn't put... Where can I put... Trying to catch smoke at, with your bare at hands. At what point did you decide to do it all too well? And did you pull up lyrics to compare? Or did you I did know? pull up lyrics to compare just because I wanted to get the rhyming pattern somewhat right. Yeah. Um, at what point? As soon as the, the, the random plot elements came out and I didn't know anything to do with Buffy, you just said... All too uh, well. I said, fuck it. You knew she was blonde and she uses a stake and she's a vampire slayer. Oh, so slayer. I was right about her using a stake? Yeah, she's a vampire slayer. What did you think she uses? A chainsaw? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to work out where in the lyrics I could have put uh, trying to catch smoke with your bare hands. Yeah. I'll, I'll come back to you on that one. <laughs> okay. I don't want to do this now. Oh my God, look, my sock almost says Bem. It says Bam. Oh my God. So close. My sock has a hole in it. Would you want a biscuit? Yep. <sighs> My throat actually hurts after that. Good thing we're drinking like a warming... <laughs> I'm sorry. It made no sense. It wasn't be. a story. It doesn't. It didn't mean anything. Yeah. Okay. I Quite frankly, I'm disappointed you didn't do the full 10-minute version. <laughs> I couldn't write fast enough. No. Also, I googled 10-minute version and it gave me the normal lyrics, so I do realise I skipped over the and you were tossing me the car keys, fuck the patriarchy. Yeah, and he okay. was trying to catch smoke on his bare hands. Fuck serious 
but I can't yeah. work it out right now. Anyway. Go. He slammed down on the accelerate, speeding through the streets of London. Ooh. Ignoring the screaming muggles in the back seat, he did a U-turn, wheel screeching against the paved streets, smoke issuing from the wheels. Oh my gosh. They've almost caught up with you, Madame Rosmerta's voice called <laughs> through the walkie-talkie. Hurry up. Meow! Replied Crunchanks <laughs> as he accelerated further. <laughs> Hang on. Sorry, my... It's tickling. Crookshanks turns to the camera, freeze frame. <laughs> so I guess you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> Cut to Crookshanks in an interrogation room. Why did you break into the Ministry of Magic? Meow, meow, meow. He says he was after the pretty revolving planets, said the translator. Who was your accomplice? Meow, meow. <laughs> he says he'd rather die than tell. Oh. Why did you bring the muggles with you? Meow, meow, meow. He says they're his owner's parents and he wanted to punish them for being mean to his owner. And also, they forgot to give him pets yesterday. Valid, nodded the inspector. Cut to the morning of the crime. I've almost finished digging the tunnel, said Madame Rosmerta. As a single woman, she was a cat sympathiser. All you have to do is drive the truck you stole from Bella down it and you'll reach the Ministry of Magic. From there, it won't be long until those shiny planets are yours. Meow, meow, retorted Crookshanks. Great question. To get you out, I'll simply Wingardium Leviosa the truck up from here. Meow, said Crookshanks <laughs> understandingly. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. No, there won't be any security. It's Christmas Day. And if there is, you have the gun I gave you. <laughs> meow. Good point. No posable thumbs, nodded Madame Rosmerta. In that case, just roll over and look cute and they'll probably just rub your belly. <laughs> okay, sorry. Tickle your neck. <laughs> Cut back to the car chase. <laughs> so that's how I got myself in this wacky situation, said Crookshanks to the camera. You spoken English this entire fucking time? <laughs> screamed Mrs. Granger from the back seat. Crookshanks jumped out of the car, letting it crash into a wall, walking away from the explosion in slow motion whilst putting on a pair of sunglasses as a wizard cop swarmed him. The end. Did he just murder Mrs. Granger? And Mr. Granger. Well, then that's okay if he's murdered them both. Yeah. I will say that my... the One of the character things I got given is technically three characters. So enjoy. Wait, so it wasn't just Crookshanks and Madame Rosmerta? No, it was Crookshanks and Hermione's parents. And then a separate one was Madame Rosmerta. That's so random. I know. <laughs> Wingardium Leviosa. Yep. Uh... A gun? Nope. A truck? Bella's truck. Bella's truck? The Ministry of Magic. Specifically the room with the uh, revolving planets, but I'll give you the Ministry of Magic. That was... It was like a script. I could see it so clearly in my mind how it would play out. I love mm -hmm. that you pointed out he doesn't have opposable thumbs, but then he put sunglasses on which would involve <laughs> using opposable thumbs. Look... Cool guys walk away from explosions wearing sunglasses. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. As yeah. the police swarm. Do you imagine him walking on all fours or on two legs? Oh no, the yeah, the two legs. The two legs. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah he's yeah. fully stood up. Well, he's got to have his front paws to do the sunglasses. Oh, the sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, with his opposable cat foot. Well, he's just pressing in either side, so he doesn't actually need to. Right. Yes. Yeah. That was really special and beautiful. Thank you. I'm I'm sorry it wasn't to a Taylor Swift song. So am I, but 
Ja. Oh, well. Uh, I don't know who that is. Let me see. Well, you didn't know half my thing. I can oh, Google, okay. it. Google it. I'll use Google. <laughs> wow. Okay. This is from a TV show I have never seen, but I've also never seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so that shouldn't stop me. I already know who it is. <laughs> oh no, this makes no sense. <laughs> okay, I've got a very vague idea. Okay. And I hope the rest of it comes to I will warn you. Mine is genuinely foul, and I'm so sorry. You know when, like, something comes to mind and you can't... Oh, God. ...get it out? I'm really sorry. Oh, no. Remus's cock no! was taken... <laughs> but he persisted nonetheless. Rob, rob, rob. Grr. <laughs> Growled the sorting hat. <laughs> Shut up and take it, said Remus. Get out. You are fired from the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to take a majority share and kick you out. Yeah. Ballad, leaning his hand against the back of Hagrid's hut. Remus hadn't felt the touch of another human being in a long time. His choice of comrack might be unconventional, but he had a grudge against the sorting hat. Oh, God. It might not be logical, but the way he saw it, if the sorting hat hadn't sorted him into Gryffindor, he wouldn't have met and fallen in love with Sirius ah. and therefore gotten heartbroken when he really epically died. So now his Christmas Eve tradition was defiling the sorting hat as oh revenge. Oh my god! As for his reason, as for his reasoning choosing behind Hagrid's hut this year, well, Hagrid had laughed at his Christmas slippers, so he wanted to defile, to defile his pumpkin patch. Ron was strolling through the grounds no! of Hogwarts, eating some pumpkin pie when he spotted Lupin, vigorously masturbating into the sorting hat. I'm going to kill myself. Valid. He wandered closer, curious, but suddenly losing his appetite. Is that how big penises are supposed to be? <laughs> he wondered to himself. Lupin was really going at it, and Ron found he couldn't look away in horror as the man masturbated himself into the ancient headwear. This is kind of fucked up, Ron thought to himself. What if he gets cum on Hagrid's pumpkins? He discarded his pumpkin pie at that thought, throwing it into throwing it to the side and hitting a tiny first year in the face with it. <laughs> he should probably do something about it. The masturbating teacher, not the small pie-covered child, <laughs> he thought for himself. It was indecent exposure, but he didn't want to embarrass Lupin. Oh no, that would be awful. Bombarda Maxima, whispered Ron, and at the exact moment Lupin exploded, so did the pumpkin closest to him. I'm so sorry! It was like the sorting hat and Lupin and yeah, behind... Yeah, let me guess. Like, oh yeah, it was sorry. Lupin, Ron, the sorting hat, Hagrid's hat and pumpkin yeah. pie. But it's no, the... Bombarda Maxima. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the behind Hagrid's hat and the... I Oh, I just couldn't get it out. Of, but I'm sorry. Do you know what? It was creative and good and I, I liked it, but also I'm haunted for the rest of my days. I'm sorry. Did you at least like the small pie-covered child? I love the small pie-covered child. It was definitely my favourite part. I'm glad. Harry stumped through the thick snow that carpeted the forest floor. He couldn't believe this was where his final battle would be, deep in these godforsaken woods, the sky just as grey and overcast as it was in Scotland. If it weren't for the annoying, accented people he'd met as he gathered supplies in the town of Forks, he could have been in the grounds of Hogwarts. Wow. <laughs> annoying, accented. <laughs> as in the accent's annoying or they're annoying? You can take it either way. 
He approached the house at atop the hill, silencing his footsteps so he wouldn't be heard by his arch-nemesis hidden inside. His heart beat a loud tattoo inside his chest, and he tried to quell his rising fear, gripping the unfamiliar wand in his hand even tighter. Well. He stepped into the house, creeping towards the study where he knew his folly lay. Finally, he crept into the room, noting the chair turned away from the door, the dark head of hair seemingly gazing out of the window, not jerking as Harry crept into the room. Ah, Mr Potter, I've been expecting you. Harry froze as the chair spun around, revealing his ultimate enemy, Spencer Reed from Criminal Minds. <laughs> I love how clear it is that you have no idea who this character is, to the point I might try and show you a clip afterwards. In his lap perched Mrs Norris, Spencer's long fingers stroking <laughs> her fur as he looked at Harry intently. I'm doing like the Bond impression. Uh-huh. I hope you're getting that. Before Spencer could say anything else, Harry raised the wand in his hand. Incarcerous, he bellowed, and chains shot out, wrapping themselves around Spencer and Mrs. Norris. But, but, the twin cause. I thought. Harry laughed at Spencer's stuttering, Miss Norris mewling in his lap pathetically. You think I learned nothing from my time with Voldemort? I borrowed Dean Thomas's wand so that wouldn't be an issue. Spencer began to shake his head and cry as Harry laughed, the sound echoing off the hills that chimed with the faraway church bells ringing in the sound of Christmas Day. Incredible. Uh, Thank you. Spencer Reed. Yeah. Mrs. Norris. Yep. Uh, Forks. Yep. Incarcerous. Yep. Oh, God, the object. I don't know. What was it? Dean's wand. Ah, very good. I'm going to try and find a clip of who Spencer Reed is for you. Great. Okay. Gonna... Do you? Are you saying I didn't get his character spot on? Is he not like that character from that goal, that Bond episode where they turn around with a cat in his lap? Is that not who he is? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking thirst traps. He's essentially a massive nerdy FBI agent. <laughs> That's yeah. He could have a cat in his lap and be Harry's arch nemesis. Sure. One more. Yeah. Cool beans. Oh. Oh. I already know mine. You already know yours, right? Well, I need some. Sometimes time. inspiration strikes. I understand that. I need some time. Mine is bad. Same. Goody, goody. Your turn. Oh no, am I going first? I think Mine's so. just, I just, I just don't think it's that funny. Okay. Neville's feet landed into the frosted ground, his knees buckling at the strength of the impact. He looked around wildly, glancing down at the time turner in his hand. It seems he had done it. He was in Norfolk. The year Yay! was 1980. It was Christmas Eve. This was the night his parents had faced Voldemort. Oh no. He strode forward, feeling determined as he drew the cloak up around his face. He was going to kill Voldemort. Kill him now before he could do anyone to hurt any anybody else. His parents, Harry's parents, and all the other lives Voldemort had ruined. He reached the shack, seeing the hunched shape, which he knew was his prey. He leaned against the side of the building, listening as Voldemort spoke his evil plan. Look, Quirrell, you just don't understand. (laughs) We're different as can be. You may want to plot a garden, but I have to plot and kill all the muggles and the long-bottom parents, Mm -hmm. and you're just going to have to work with me. But, Master... A second voice whined. It's Christmas. (laughs) Couldn't we just have the night off? 
We could make our chocolates and watch the holiday under a blanket for. As much as you know, I adore Jude Law. It's not possible, Quirrell. Yeah. We must kill. Oh. Neville found himself snorting despite himself. Didn't everyone know that Jack Black was clearly the better man in the holiday? <laughs> but before Neville could think on it any more, the hulking shape had burst out of the door of the cabin, the light landing squarely so Neville could be seen. Neville gasped at the sight before him. It was Voldemort, but behind him, attached to his back, was another man in a strange and cult- culturally inappropriate turban on his head. <laughs> Voldemort took one look at him and slammed the time turner out of Neville's hand, stamping it under his foot. Whoopsie, you've always been clumsy, you long bottoms. Neville gasped. It was the only way of returning to his time. Repero, he shouted, but it was no use. The time turner stayed firmly broken. Swallowing, he looked up to face the Quirrell Mort. I. I think Jack Black is the best character in the holiday. <laughs> he found himself stuttering as Voldemort raised his wand. Thank you, the man behind Voldemort cried. Turn him to face him, so Voldemort was ripped around the other way and could no longer see him. That's what I've been telling him. He jerked a finger over his shoulder. All month. Now, come on, would you like some hot chocolate? That's very funny. I don't think it's that good. I couldn't fit sex into there. I was going to try to make a threesome joke, but I just couldn't nice. do it in time. Valid. Uh, Quirrellmort, Neville, Time Turner? Yeah. Uh, Norfolk. Yeah. Uh, what was the spell? Repero. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Very good. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Mine's not very funny either. <laughs> I love that. Just here, welcome to our Christmas comedy episode. It's Wee. not very funny. Lavender Brown was nervous. Oh no, she had never quite recovered from the heartbreak Ron had inflicted on her, oh. despite none of her friends knowing what she'd seen in him. But now she had a secret admirer and was excited to finally get over Ron, or at the very least, under someone else. Woo! Lavender! The Christmassy castle was frosty and cold, and she wanted to be warm on her way to their arranged meeting location with her secret admirer. So she shoved her crocs into the microwave. (laughs) What? (laughs) She wondered who her admirer was. Could it be Dean? Maybe Seamus. She hoped it was the ghost of Cedric Diggory. Oh! The microwave bleeped and she opened the door. Fuck. Her crocs had shrunk to the size of baby shoes. Fun fact, that actually happens if you microwave crocs. What? Really? Apparently. Mm, Saw it on the internet, so it must be true. Mm, Yeah. Engorgio, she said, (laughs) growing them back to normal size. She was ready now. Massive hot crocs cladding her feet. (laughs) Nothing could be sexier than crocs. She crept through the castle, careful not to get caught. He had asked her to meet in the headmaster's bedroom. She knew Dumbledore was away and gay, so it couldn't be him. <laughs> but who else would have access to his living quarters? Jelly Tots, she said. The note from her mysterious admirer had included the password to Dumbledore's office. She entered, her heart hammering against her chest with nerves. She found her way up to his bedroom door and took a breath, steadying herself to meet the love of her life. Oh my she had seen it in the stars oh my gosh she opened the doors the first thing she saw was his pale bare feet wrapped in the sheets her eyes wandered up his bulging calf muscles his weirdly small thighs (laughs) his smaller peen oh no his tiny pinked nipples looked like punctuation off his dad bod 
His arms were spread dramatically across the bed in a want-to-be-alluring stance. Oh, my God. His long, blonde hair trailed across his bare, hairless chest. <laughs> Mr. Malfoy! Oh, no! Lavendor stuttered. The end. Where was Christmas? It was a cold Christmassy castle. Oh, it was a cold Christmassy castle. You always think I don't put Christmas in there. Yeah. And I do. Okay. Lavender Brown. Lucius yep. Malfoy. Yep. Crocs. Mm-hmm. In Gorgio. Mm-hmm. The headmaster's bedroom. Yeah. Well Very done. Good. Do you all feel festive now? Yep. Have we put you in the festive mood? Last Christmas I gave you my heart. But the very next I think we've had day. quite enough of your singing in this yeah. episode. Can you send me that video? No. Um, yeah, we hope you will feel festive. Yep. I have a tummy ache from the stress of doing this and the balsam. Yes. We didn't even drink the mulled wine. I know. R.I.P. I'm so tired. Look yeah. how red my eyes are. I'm sorry. How dare you? It's not even late. It's like... 11 yeah well we hope you all feel festive <sighs> yep and that you have a wonderful a very merry christmas a very merry christmas merry christmas and a happy new, new-